We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey guys, it's Walt Harris here with another Panther Rants podcast. It's um, Thursday. I'm sure you guys are getting ready for uh, the weekend. For a lot of you that are in the uh, Carolinas or traveling, be careful. Obviously, there's a big storm coming through. I, for one, sat through a uh, five-on-year rainstorm last year, but I wouldn't wish that on my own worst enemy. But I'm sure a lot of you guys are going to get the brunt of it because, well, you're closer to the ocean probably than I, than I am. And Because by the time I got to us, it died down. So anyways, guys, be careful. Especially all of you as well because... I'm sure you're gonna be dealing with a lot of a lot of rain and things like that, with the way these hurt, these tropical storms are. So if you're traveling the game, be careful. Turn around, don't drown. Or if there's no flooding, just a lot of wetness, just be careful on the road because there's a lot of morons out there who uh, feel it just because they have a big giant tread on their tires that uh, they can still go 100 miles an hour on a slippery ass surface. Then uh, one little thing happens, they have to jerk their brake, and they see no, they're flipped over. All right, guys, doing some little postmortems from uh, Pitt, Penn State. Some more of this. Well, first of all, last time I've been, I've been in a little bit because you know I'm seeing posts of, of, of these. Uh, you're not a true fan if you don't go to the game or if you stop going after the Penn State game. I mean, pissed at, you know, pit fans. Pit fans, we vent. We get pissed off. We're sick of it, but we we get, we dust ourselves off. We get back to the next game. That's how it always goes. And I don't think we're really in the in the uh, position here to play fan police with each other because we only get like 35, 40,000 core fans. And so, I mean, if you're gonna beat your chest over a um, being a super fan, and so be it. But. Stuff, you know, nothing really, really to brag about. I mean, congratulations. You know, for a lot, a lot of these guys that are pissed off. They they buy season tickets, they cut checks. So to me, if they want to go to the games, hey, they paid their money. They're not obligated to go. So it's there. I mean, they are they already paid their money. So you have no basis to tell them what to do with their time. And for a lot of you traveling, though, Pitt's been playing at home for three weeks in a row, and traveling can be a pain in the ass at times, especially if you're out of town. Going going back for the you know for the third home game in a row, I get it. For some, obviously, maybe you missed Albany. You're going to do Penn State and Georgia Tech two weeks in a row. Maybe you just came for a Penn State game, and uh, you're thinking uh, Georgia. Ah, uh, no, no thanks. No, no thanks. 
So it happens. But as we're uh, looking through all this, all the events of you know since since then, well, we find out there are a place there. Are the, the guy, the whole the guy that's the holder is the holder of the the team. Ah, uh, he busts his hand. You know, and uh, on the week leading up to the Penn State game. And my thing is this: I think the kid's a walk-on too, and this is what irks me: is he's got one freaking job, one job. That's it. He gets his glory. He goes out there. He holds the ball. Mommy and Daddy love it. Oh, Sunny Boy is holding the ball. Look at that. That's our boy holding the ball. That field goal's good. Awesome. Then he goes back to the sideline, and that's it. That's all he has to do. It's one job. And the guy's acting like he's a goddamn scholarship player on a two on a two deep, playing some doing something more meaningful. But yeah, I mean, placeholder is mean, mean, meaningful because you know it's important to be able to knock down field goals, and extra points. But come on, man, you have one job. Don't f it up over stuff like this, getting in the fights. Otherwise, they're gonna give it to somebody else. And then you get the then you get the sun on the sidelines and pout and look around at everybody. So, you know. And then you know when you get older in life, and you can tell them, you know if you have a girlfriend or you're dating some girl or trying to impress, you can say, yeah, I, I played D one football for the, in the ACC. Yeah, I I held the ball. I played special teams. I was a badass. I held the football. And they would just kick that ball right through the freaking uprights. Right? So, it's not hard. Come on. And you had Tim Salem, I guess, he spent the whole week, most of this week at the practice facility. And I have no idea why, because I'm not sure what the special teams could have done any, 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 anything at all to, um, to help that 51-6 loss. Unless they can uh, hold, um, unless they can hold uh, the ball for the field goal extra point, or they can punt, or they can throw the ball to themselves, you know, play quarterback and just throw the ball to themselves. I mean, there's not much else the Titans could have done in that situation. There wasn't so much the offensive line worn down in the second half. It's more Penn State made adjustments. When you when your quarterback can't throw shit. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna stack the box and light you, light up light you guys up in the backfield. That's just how it is. So you're not gonna be able to block everybody that comes through there. Sorry, doesn't happen. And I'm sure you know. Obviously, you guys have been filtering through your Twitter comments and things like that. And it's a rivalry game, and Penn State obviously you know. They be a team that uh, that hates them so badly, and they they're bragging about it. That's that's just that's just life. I mean, that's how it goes. So I can understand Pitt fans being upset because you know, for one thing, it was a really hype game, and 
you're expecting a good game, and of course the team comes in that you hate so badly. They uh, they come to your home field, they piss on it, piss on you, piss on the players, piss on the staff, piss on the student section, make you leave early, and then basically basically uh, burn the bodies, burn them upside down, and piss on them some more. So there you go. That was just of all that. So I can understand the, the, the upset and the anger. But, the, but if there's one person who should have been sleeping at the facility all week, should have been Andre Powell because basically it was his unit that pulled this crap. More than anything else. It wasn't so much the freaking... Uh, I mean, we're, we're almost in week three and we still can't uh, do an extra point. So that's, that's a problem. And hopefully by Georgia Tech they figured it out because otherwise... From, from the, uh, the guy running this thing... I'm tr- or, the, or the woman, like the AD, I'm, I'm going to find somebody who's going to run it, run it properly. And as far as the punting goes, we need to prove that. I mean, if he got, I mean, I don't know, if he got rattled or something, well, you know, sorry, but you, you got to have nerves of steel in these type of games. Maybe he just wasn't used to that. Or maybe he needs to go back to Australian rules and do something else. I don't know. But as far as the pick game goes for this week, Tech's without their top running back. And, you know, the thing with Tech is it's a system. So I'm sure whoever they plug in will, will fit in well. What can we expect from this week? Well, we obviously need some sort of improvement for the passing game because I thought we had that figured out. But it doesn't look like it now. Better play calling, obviously. Yeah, defensively pitted well in the first half against Penn State. In the second half, they just kind of just said, fuck it. <laughs> Wasn't worth it. Can't blame them. Can't blame them at all. But, the, you know, this game and obviously North Carolina are two critical games. They're winnable, but they're critical because the Coastal stuff for grabs and Pitt, despite what happened, if they can do something here and in North Carolina... They can build on something. Hopefully, things get better. Because, yeah, we weren't obviously competing for a, a playoff spot, but we can at least try to do some of our division and make some noise. So, we still got that going for us. So, let's hope and pray something happens there. But as far as the week goes... You know, Penn State is back at home against Kent State, so that should be a pretty much easily winnable game for them. Um, BYU-Wisconsin, it's at Camp Randall, so that's an intriguing game because BYU usually, BYU usually brings it to they play. But I think I think uh, the mighty Paul Chris and company will uh, run it down their throats, and that'll be that. The big game of the weekend is LSU-Auburn because LSU is now 12th ranked and they're going to Auburn, who's 7th ranked. It's an intriguing matchup, but I think Auburn wins this one. I mean, I, th- I don't think LSU's going to be all that bad with Orgeron, and I know LSU fans hate the guy. They hate this hire, but if he can be a better, ex- you know, some coaches, I mean, they're more executives than they are anything else. So if, he, if he surrounds himself with good, ass- with good assistance, he'll be fine. 
but obviously that's going to be an intriguing matchup and a really good one at that. But I don't think LSU pulls that one off. I think Auburn's going to going to beat them and they're going to add their resume because uh, it's looking up for them. Uh, you got Boise State, Oklahoma State. You know, Boise's traveling there. I, you know, I pretty much give the edge to Oklahoma State. Boise still feels a really good competitive football team. It's just Chris Pearson's no longer there. Alabama don't miss. Bama should roll on those guys. Ohio State and TCU. Another big intriguing matchup. I think Ohio State ultimately pulls that one off. They're at TCU, but I don't think it's going to really matter in this case. I think TCU will give them a game of match. You know, they'll run with them for a bit. But I think I think I, I mean I, I think Ohio State is too strong. And you know, I think eventually they're going to pull it off. You know, they'll pull it off at the end like they always do. <clears throat> There's obviously Washington, Utah. That's still a intriguing game because Utah's still a you know, decent team. And, but I think Chris Pearson recovers and they win that one. Although Utah's come off a you know, nice nice win from the, from the other week. Uh, Arizona State and San Diego State. Arizona State jumped into the top 25 at 23. They're playing San Diego State. I think Urban. I think uh, Herm Edwards keeps his train going, and he's three and zero. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if Herm maybe gives his job two, three years, and if uh, if Arizona State stays ranked, I think he just bails out then. Says, hey, you know, I did I did my job. West Virginia had NC State this weekend, but that's canceled because of the hurricane and. You know, you just got to be safe. That's all I can do. Of course, uh, East Carolina, Virginia Tech was, was canceled all as well. But um, Hokies got themselves in some hot water on Twitter because supposedly they made a tweet that says Hokies are waterproof. Which, uh, you know, I'm all for political correctness at times. and But I think with uh, hurricanes get people who lose their homes, they lose their lives, get turned upside down, they lose their lives, some lose their lives, so yeah, it's not really something to make fun of. Or, you know, or to, or, or to troll on. But if we're being honest, East Carolina probably wins that one easily. Now, around the ACC tonight, we got Boston College at Wake Forest. This is a intriguing game for both teams. Both these guys are unknown. It's at Wake. But I like Boston College in this one. I think Adazio and the Bros pull this one off. Because uh, Wake, is, Wake has been struggling early. 
and you know this is obviously a t- good test for them, but I think uh, BC pulls this one off in a close one. And we'll go ahead and we'll t- take a look at the rest of these games here. I think Clemson has an easy ass game this weekend after uh, being eight m by two. They get to play Georgia Southern, so they'll probably they'll probably uh, they'll probably steamroll them. Miami and Toledo face off, and Miami should win that one on paper. But Toledo is usually a pain in the ass to play. They're one of they're a matching team, and their matchings are pain in the ass. Florida State and Syracuse is, is even intriguing because Florida State's been sucking. And if, if Syracuse wants to start off three zero, here you go. This is a game that they have to have. I like Syracuse in this one. I think they keep it going. Because they got to. Uh, Let's see. Duke and Baylor. This is another one. Baylor, obviously, is 2-0. and They they just beat uh, Texas uh, San Antonio, UTSA. Duke's come off a win against Northwestern. You know, I was hard on Duke earlier this year and didn't really understand the hype, but they pulled off you know, two nice wins already. And Baylor sucks, so they should. You know, they still suck, so they should. You know, they should win this one pretty easily. Baylor's just not there yet, but for Baylor, obviously, this is a big game for them if they can pull it off. Virginia plays Ohio, and they're at it's at, at Virginia, and the game's not canceled yet. But Virginia lost a heartbreaker to um, Indiana, and I thought that you know things would start to swim under Mendenhall. But I think he's still got a um, whoever their coach is. I think I got I think I got his name wrong, but whatever. I'm thinking I'm thinking them with Sean Mendenhall from uh, the Steelers. You know, I thought things would take off with them, and it hasn't yet. I mean, they won some games last year, but then uh, a lot of, we learned that was fool's gold, pretty much. Okay, I take that back. That was that was uh, Bronco Mendenhall. So yeah, I, I had the name right. I don't know who I was thinking about, but. Uh, I think they'll pull off the win against Ohio and Frank Solich. I mean, Solich obviously was one of the uh, guys that Steve Pierce removed at, uh, in Nebraska after going 10-3. They fired Solich for winning 10 games. And if you look, but if you really look in Nebraska, that, that program was trained downward. And it really hasn't gone up ever since because, you know, what really killed Nebraska was when Texas came into the league and recruiting rules changed and Nebraska couldn't pull, get the same players they used to and which led to Tom Osborne you know, you know retiring not too long after that and that was that the last game on the list is um, Louisville and Kentucky I mean Louisville and uh, shit excuse my language in western Kentucky Louisville should probably win that one easily. There's no uh, debating that. So, 
There goes your weekend of uh, college football in general. Now, as far as NFL goes, I really haven't looked at anything. I know that Le'Veon Bell is still out, and he didn't show up to team practices, which means that James Conner is going to start. For Bell, this doesn't bode well at all because if James Conner keeps performing like he like he is, he's not going to get the contract that he wants anymore, at all, ever. So he's just going to sit there and uh, well, either watch the games, twiddle his thumbs, or wait till uh, week eight. And I think he has up till the eighth week, eighth game of the season. I think to come back. But, you know, Carr looked good, and obviously he had a costly fumble, and that's all people are focused on right now is that. So, as far as Ben goes, Ben doesn't look like himself, and of course it's early in the year, and I think he'll get he'll get better. It's the first week. He does his inconsistent crap from time to time, and it happens with him. He's He's older. These veterans don't think they should practice as much, and I get—I understand it. You know, they have to reserve their bodies for so much other stuff. But oh well. Anyways, guys, enjoy your weekend. Be safe. Let's go. Let's get the two and one. Hey, on a pit. Bye. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader: new cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.